begin thanking God. Father, we want to thank you for this evening. Lord, we bless you. We give you thanks. For your unchanging word, we give you thanks. For your character that ever remains the same, we give you thanks. You are God Almighty, we give you thanks. You are the mighty God, we give you thanks. The God of Abraham, we give you thanks. The God of Isaac, we give you thanks. The God of Jacob, we give you thanks. Somebody wants to praise God today, open your mouths and give God thanks. The great I am, we bless your name. God of the Hebrews, we bless your name. Great Jehovah, we bless your name. Everlasting Father, we bless your name. The Almighty God of Heaven, we bless your name. God of Israel, we bless your name. The Jealous God, we bless your name. God of all spirits, we bless your name. God of all flesh, we give you praise. You are stronger than the strongest, higher than the highest, mightier than the mightiest. You are God of all gods. You are the Eternal One. The living God, the God of Israel, the strength of Israel, the glory of Israel. Lord God of gods, the rock, the Lord God Almighty, the Ebenezer, God, the rock, my salvation, we give you praise. The God of David, we give you praise. The one who lifts one out of the dunghill and places him along with princes, we give you praise. The one who saw my low estate, yet lifted me up. And seated me in the heavenly realms along with Christ Jesus, I give you praise. While I was lost in sin, the one who came down to rescue me, I give you praise. My fortress, my deliverer, I give you praise. The horn of my salvation, my strength and my buckler, I give you praise. The refuge of Israel, I give you praise. The hope of Israel, I give you praise. The Holy One of Israel, I give you praise. The God of glory, I give you praise. Lord, my Creator, I give you praise. Elohim, I give you praise. El Shaddai, I give you praise. Lord, my Redeemer, I give you praise. Lord, my righteousness, I praise you. The Mighty One of Israel, I praise you. The Lord of all spirits, I praise you. Great One of Jacob, I praise you. Jehovah in heaven, I praise you. God of all glory, I praise you. My High Tower, I praise you. My rock of defense, I praise you, Lord of hosts. Jehovah Sabaoth is your name. I praise you, true God. I praise you, God of my hope. My hope is built on nothing else but Jesus Christ and His righteousness. I bless your name. The only wise God. Now unto Him who is able to keep us from falling and present us before His glorious presence with joy, we bless your name. God of my peace, Jehovah Shalom, we bless your name. Lord God Omnipotent, we bless your name. Lord Jesus, we bless your name. The great shepherd of the sheep, we bless your name. The day star from above, we bless your name. The anointed one, we bless your name. The son of my right hand, we bless your name. The wonderful counselor, the rock of ages, the root of Jesse, the stem of David, we bless your name. The great branch, we bless your name. The star of David, we bless your name. Mighty everlasting God, Emmanuel, we bless your name. Jesus, Messiah, we bless your name. Name above all names, we bless your name. 
The one who has a sharp to its sword going out of his mouth, we bless your name. The one who rides the white horse, we bless your name. The one who holds the keys to life and death, we bless your name. The one who walks among the seven lampstands, we bless your name. The one who holds the seven spirits in his hand, we bless your name. The Redeemer, we bless your name. My Ebenezer, we bless your name. God who rescues us from all difficulty, we bless your name. Christ, we bless your name. Jesus, we bless your name. For our families, we give you thanks. God, it is for this reason that we are gathered here to pray for our families. We bless your name. The great governor, we bless your name. Christ, who is the head of every family, we bless your name. God, who is the head of Christ, we bless your name. For my life that is hidden, Christ, I bless your name. For when Christ appears, I shall appear with him, I give you thanks. My refiner and my purifier, I bless your name. The bridegroom, I bless your name. The soon and coming king, I bless your name. The way, the life and the truth, I bless your name. The great shepherd of the sheep, I bless your name. The door, I bless your name. Refiner's fire, I bless your name. Savior, Redeemer, the bread of life, I bless your name. Almighty God, I bless your name. My sanctifier, I bless your name. The wisdom of God, I bless your name. The son of David, I bless your name. My mediator, I bless your name. The mediator of the new covenant, I bless your name. The only mediator between God and man, I bless your name. The firstborn from the dead, we bless your name. The resurrection and the life, we bless your name. The Alpha and the Omega, we bless your name. God, Holy Spirit, we praise you. Spirit of the living God, we bless, we bless your name. Spirit of wisdom, we give you thanks. The Spirit who enables us to pray, we bless your name. The one who reveals the mysteries, we bless your name. The one who searches the heart of man, the deep things of God is revealed unto us through you, we bless your name. The one who takes the truth from the word of God and applies it into our life, we bless your name. The one who brought us to the point of salvation, we bless your name. The great sanctifier, the sanctifying fire, we bless your name. The spirit of the holy God, we bless your name. The Spirit of grace and supplication, we praise your name. The Holy Spirit, we bless your name. Spirit of God, we bless your name. The Spirit of Jesus, we bless your name. The one who gives gifts unto his church, we bless your name. The one who inspires every ministry, we bless your name. The one who helps us to pray, we bless your name. The gift from the Father, we bless your name. The one who came down upon the apostles, on the great day of Pentecost, we bless your name. The advocate who is with us, the comforter who is with us, we bless your name. The Spirit of God who reveals every truth unto us, we bless your name. The Spirit of holiness, we praise your name. We praise you God, Elohim, we bless your name. El Shaddai, El Gibor, 
Mighty God, we praise your name this evening. We give you thanks for the bread of life. We give you thanks, O God. You brought us to month five. We give you thanks. 150 days of this year, we give you thanks. It is well with our families, we give you thanks. It is well at home, we give you thanks. At our workplace, it is well, we give you thanks. We have never lacked bread, we give you thanks. We have not wasted our time in the hospitals, we give you thanks. God, a sound mind in a healthy body is your gift, we give you thanks. We thank you for our pastors, we thank you for the pastoral team, giving you thanks for the elders and leaders, giving you thanks for each ministry. Father, thank you for the choir, thank you for the members, thank you for the instruments, thank you for the skill, the ability to play. God, we give you thanks for the Friday school, the ministers, the teachers, the discipleship training. We give you thanks. We give you thanks for the graduates. We give you thanks for the students. We give you thanks for the teachers. The wisdom that unlocks our understanding. We give you thanks. We are rooted in the word. We give you thanks. We are like those who dig deep and build a house upon the rock. The floods came, the winds blew, but it stood still. We give you thanks. We give you thanks, great Jehovah, for the intercessory ministry. We give you thanks for the team. Giving you thanks for the outreach team. Giving you thanks for your protection over them. They went out, they came back. We give you thanks. Lord, thank you for the lives that are saved in the Bread of Life Fellowship. Thank you, God, for the pure gospel. Thank you for the true teaching of the word. Thank you, Lord God, for these Fridays. Thank you, Father, for the ministries. Thank you for the Saturday meeting. Thank you for the Thursday meeting. Thank you for the women's ministry. Thank you, Lord God, for the men's ministry. Thank you for the early will I seek thee. Thank you, Lord, for the family conference. Thank you, Lord, for your plans for us. Thank you for leading us. Thank you for sanctifying your church, for purifying your people. Thank you, Lord, for taking us from one glory to another. Thank you, God, that we are not as those that beat about the air. Thank you, Lord God, that we are moving ahead. Thank you, Lord God, for the grace of discipline. Thank you for the doctrines, O Lord God. Thank you for teaching us from your word. Thank you for our daily meditations. Thank you for the memory verses. Thank you for our care cells. Thank you for the care cell leaders. Thank you, Lord God, that we went out, we came back. Thank you, Father, that no weapon formed against us prospered. Thank you, Father, when the enemy came like a flood, the Spirit of God raised a standard. Thank you, Lord, you made us an instrument with sharp teeth. Thank you, Lord, that we marched ahead and the gates of hell did not prevail against us. Thank you for the people we spoke the gospel to. Thank you, Father. Thank you, Lord. Thank you, Lord, for our jobs. Thank you for the salary that comes every month. Thank you for the ability to eat food. Thank you, Father, for the ability to digest food. Thank you, Lord God, for deliverances. Thank you for our parents, for the old in our midst, for the young in our midst. Thank you for the babies that are being born. Five months and already a dozen babies, we give you thanks. 
Lord, we bless your name. Thank you for enlarging us on all sides. Thank you for expanding our coast. Thank you, Lord God. Our hearts are enlarged. Thank you, God, for every sickness that did not come near us. Thank you for the diseases that did not push us down. Thank you, Lord God. Accidents were far away from us. Death was far away from us. Weeping is far away from us. Mourning is far away from us. Joy is our portion. The strength of the Lord continually is our joy. At the right hand of God there are pleasures forevermore. We give you thanks. We bless your name. Thank you, Father. Thank you for everyone who celebrated their birthdays and anniversaries till now. Thank you for those who are yet to celebrate their birthdays and anniversaries. They will celebrate because your hand is upon us. Your eye is upon us. Your grace is upon us. You have never left us nor forsaken us. Thank you for the hopes and the desires that we cherish. Lord, that you will fulfill every desire as long as we abide in you and your word abides in us. Then we will ask what we will and it will be done unto us. We give you thanks, O Lord, that as our soul prospers, we are prospering in all things. God, you have promised that when we seek first the kingdom of God, you will add all things. Let our eyes be upon you. Not set on things here on earth, but set on things in heaven. Help us to be unmindful of the things here on earth. God, help us that in all things we will pursue you. We will pursue you. We bless your name. Great is your faithfulness. Elohim, we bless you. Take charge for the rest of the evening, God. Help us to pray according to your will. Help us to pray according to your glory. Glorify yourself through answered prayers. Let our hearts rejoice. Let seasons of refreshing come upon us. Strengthen our families. Edify our families. Build us up. As we move into month six, we climb into greater glory. We enter into greater blessings. Our families are strengthened because your hand is upon us. Help us to do it the biblical way. Help us to do it according to your word. Always. Now and forever. For yours is the kingdom and the glory and the power and the might and the dominion both now and forever. In Jesus' name. In Jesus' name. Amen. You could be seated for a while. We give thanks to God. Amen. Thank you, Lord. So we'd have uh, a long session of prayer. This was just warm-up. Right, we have uh, three ministers. The Lord has spoken to them, I'm sure, through the word. And they will speak unto us. 
and they lead us in prayer. We'll do the Pareto Principle. The Pareto Principle says that 80 20, 80% of the things is achieved by 20% of the effort. Right? So 20% of the scriptures will help us to pray 80% of the time. So I've told them we'll spend maximum time in prayer. And that's what we're going to do. So we give thanks. And since the theme would be on primarily on families, we'd focus on praying for children. And don't just pray for yourself. Right? If you finish, now God is not interested in the length of your prayers. He said, Jesus said that you shall not be heard because of the multitude of your words. And he also said in the multitude of words, sin is not hidden. You shall give account for every idle word that proceeds out of your mouth. So because of all this, we'll keep our prayer short and sweet. Once you finish praying for your children, you could pray for the pastor's children, the elder's children, the children on your right, right on your left. Pray for missionaries. Right? Extend your prayers. You're here for intercession. Me, myself, us four, and no more. Let that not be your prayer focus. Right? You keep praying for them on your right, on your left. These are your brothers whom you want to see blessed. Alright? Are we in agreement? Alright. Now we'll take, um, I have at least one testimony. If you have testimonies, you could just come forward, make it short and sweet. Once was blind, but now I see kind of testimonies. Give God the glory. We have at least one. Amen. Praise the Lord. Praise the living Jesus. Please let me join me to sing this song. I just want to say Baba I just want to say Baba I just wanna say I just want to say Baba I just want to say Baba I 
blessing, which I used to shake our pastor here. Then, uh, for the interview, they came as in, truly and all praises unto the Lord. He did not even ask me any question. He was just confirming it, the same question which he was supposed to ask me. He was telling me that, make sure you come back home. I'm giving you the visa. I was like, yes, sir. What I could all say was, yes, sir, yes, sir, and yes, sir. Because I don't know how this happened. Throughout the whole interview, I was just saying, yes, sir. Are you sure you are going to come back? Yes, sir. Make sure you come back. Yes, sir. Are you, how long are you going to stay? Just a few years, sir. Okay. Come back home. Yes, sir. And we've earned, at the end of the interview, it cracked a joke and we both laughed. That was the only thing because my dad said, this interview you are going for, you will come out laughing at the end. And we both laughed. And to the glory of God, I'm standing here that I've been granted the visa. And to the mighty man in battle that he has given me the visa. And I glorify the name. Multiple visa. I glorify his name. And I just want to thank the Lord for his mercy and his favor. And I also want to thank the church, the pastors, and for everything which you've done. The prayers, the assurance, the courage, the encouragement during these challenging areas. I thank the Lord for His goodness, for His mercy, for giving us such wonderful anointed men. Thank you. Anyone else? Alright, let's thank God for, for Samuel. Father, we give you thanks. Lord, what you have begun in his life, indeed, you are capable of finishing it. Committing it into your hands, we pray, O Lord, that all that needs to be done ahead, pray that you would take charge. Lord, that in all that he has testified, let it remain permanent. God, and we pray that all who are looking unto you for a similar breakthrough, you would break through for them in the name of Jesus. Thank you, God. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. So we're going to pray for for families, for households. Just want you to turn in your Bibles to Hebrews eleven verse seven. By faith, Noah, being divinely warned of things not yet seen, moved with godly fear, prepared an ark for the saving of his household, by which he condemned the world and became heir of the righteousness which is according to faith. Job chapter 1. Verse 5. So it was when the days of feasting had run their course that Job would send and sanctify them, that is his children, and he would rise early in the morning and offer burnt offerings according to the number of them all. For Job said, It may be that my sons have sinned and cursed God in their hearts. 
Thus Job did regularly. See, this portion of scripture tells us that the parents' faith has a great deal to do with the salvation of the children. In the first portion that we read, it says that in the Noah prepared an ark for the saving of his household. And we also know that Ham was not one of the um, one of the brightest boys. He was still a sinner. Genesis 7 verse 1 says that and God found Noah to be faithful, not his household. But then you see, fathers, you have a typical role to play. Job 1 he knew that he had sinful children. Or rather children who are prone to sin. Children who could sin. Or children who could have sinned. Any of these. You know what your children's spiritual state is. So the onus of prayer is upon us. Job was careful to recognize the need of sanctification. Job was careful to bring them into the presence of God daily. So he did continually. Therefore, we are going to rise up and we are going to begin to pray now. That's it. Short exhortations and prayer. We are not allowing you to sleep tonight. At least not here. You could go home and sleep. You will not sleep here. That will be missing the whole point. So let's open our mouths and begin praying. Fathers, would you pray? Mothers, would you pray? Children, would you pray? The first prayer is, God, allow me to see your plan for me. Allow me to see your plan for me. Cause me to see your plan for me in the grand purpose. Let me not miss my divine purpose. Let me not miss my divine purpose. Fathers, you would pray as head of the family. God, give me the grace. Give me the grace to be watchful, to bring my children into the ark. And we know that the ark is, an ant- is a type of Christ into which every father has to bring his children. If you finish praying for your own children, pray for the pastors, pray for the elders, pray for the missionaries, pray for the brother on your right, on your left. Say that God, the Friday school children over here, let their parents be mindful that they have been given a great duty, a great duty to bring up these children. Lord, let my brother not miss out on his plans. Let not my sister miss out on her plans, on her divine mandate to bring up these children. 
Manoah asked the angel, What must we do to bring up this child? Would you go to God on behalf of your child and ask the father, Father, you know that you have given me gifts, for children are a heritage from the Lord, the fruit of the womb is his reward. I have rewards at home, now give me the grace, how shall I bring them up? Their temperaments are different, their characters are different. God, give me wisdom on how I shall bring up my boy, how I shall bring up my girl. Father, give me wisdom. Lord, I extend this prayer to my, to my pastors. God, to the council members, would you grant them wisdom to bring up their children? Would you grant them wisdom to bring up their children? God, let them not be foolish. Let them not be missing the point. Give them eyes to see a discerning heart, a watchful spirit, a watchful spirit. Father, I pray for the one on my right, on my left. Grant them the requisite wisdom to bring up their children. Lord, let every husband begin to love his wife as Christ loved the church. Father, cause every husband to love his wife. Children, would you pray for your daddy? Lord, teach my daddy to love my mommy. Would you begin to pray for your parents? Begin to pray for your parents, children. Ask the Lord. God, in the name of Jesus, my daddy loves you. My mommy loves you. But God, because of, their, of the fall of Adam, they do not know how to love one another perfectly. Would you teach them? Would you cause them to love one another? Father, I pray that every wife would begin to submit, holding her godly position in Christ, knowing that she is not inferior, but created in the grand scheme to be a helpmeet. God, I pray, beginning from my wife, I pray that you would give her the grace to fall in line with the word of God. I pray that every one of my sisters would fall in line with the word of God, which says that wives submit to your own husbands. God, I pray for submissive spirit. I pray for special grace for them that are working. It is possible that they could have pride. Father, I pray for special grace for them that are working. Lord, it could be that once they come home, they could be tired and they would not feel like submitting. They have to do chores at home and there may be resentment. Give special grace tonight, beginning from tonight. Children, would you pray for your mommy? Lord, help my mom. Help my mom. 
wherever you find God Almighty, a character that is incompatible with your word. Let your spirit begin his wonderful work. Fathers, would you pray? Lord, I sanctify my children this day. I bring my firstborn, committing him back into your hands, committing her back into your hands. I bring my secondborn, my thirdborn. Lord, I bring my children, my fourth, my fifth, all my children, my grandchildren, I bring into your hands, consecrating them once again. If peradventure they have sinned, God, forgive them. Forgive my sons. Forgive my daughters. In their partying, if they have blasphemed, forgive them. In their enjoyment and merriment, if they have blasphemed, forgive them. If they have corrupted themselves with something, forgive them. Let them enter the ark. Lord, let them enter the ark. Father, let them not miss their plans that you have for them. Let them not miss the plans that you have for them. My children will not miss the plans that you have for them. God, bring them. Father, cause them to come. Lord, if at all my children have become like the prodigal, we pray that they will come to their senses. Are you praying? Pray for the prodigal who has gone away. Pray for the one who is wandering away. One who has asked for his inheritance. One who has walked away. Would you pray for the missionary's son? Pray for the children of the missionaries and say, God, that they will not forsake their faith in the midst of hardship, in the midst of trouble. God, our missionaries' children shall also remain godly. Jesus name we pray you could rest your legs for a couple of minutes and I've soon hand it over just a couple of minutes you could rest your leg you could sit down I'm reading from 2nd Samuel 13 I'll read here and there and we'll rise up to pray just listen and let the Spirit of God minister unto you after this Absalom the son of David had a lovely sister whose name was Tamar and Amnon the son of David loved her Amnon was so distressed over her sister Tamar that he became sick for she was a virgin and it was improper for Amnon to do anything to her. But Amnon had a friend whose name was Jonadab, the son of Shimeah, David's brother. Now Jonadab was a very crafty man. And he said unto him, Why are you the king's son becoming thinner day after day? Will you not tell me? Amnon said unto him, I love Tamar, my brother Absalom's sister. So Jonadab said unto him, Lie down on your bed and pretend to be ill. And when your father comes to you, say unto him, Please let my sister Tamar come unto me, give me food, prepare the food in my sight, and I may see it and eat it from her hand. Verse 7, And David sent home to Tamar, saying, Now go to your brother Amnon's house and prepare food for him. 
So Tamar went to her brother Amnon's house and he was lying down and she took flour and we know the story. First thing we are going to pray. Lord help me not to miss the obvious in my household. David was too busy taking care of the things of the kingdom. He had no time for his children. He did not know what was happening under his nose. So we're going to rise up and we're going to pray. Remember this story. Keep it at the back of your mind. A few prayer points. And I'll ask Brother Rajesh to come forward after that. And then we would have Brother Emmanuel Marcus. And then Pastor Sean would close us. All on the theme of the family. Keep the story at the back of your mind. You know the story. This turned out to be really ugly. Absalom kill, kills Amnon. He's estranged from his father, lives with his grandfather for three years, is brought back into Jerusalem, rebels against his father, sends him, sends him into the wilderness, all because David did not pay attention to what was happening. Prayer number one, God help me not miss the obvious in my house, in my house. Would you pray this prayer? Fathers, mothers, let me not get too busy. Children, would you pray for your parents and say, God, help them to pay attention to me. Give them the grace that they would take a look at me. That they would know what I feel. Would you go to God? Brethren, would you pray? Help me not to miss the obvious in life. Help me see the character and behavior of my family. Father, in the name of Jesus, we are praying. We are asking you, Lord, that we will not miss the obvious in our household. We will not be caught up in various things that we miss out what is vital. God, help me to be watchful about the behavior of my children. If David was watchful of Amnon, perhaps a lot of things would not have turned up as it did. Would you pray and say, God, help me to observe. Let me not be careless at home. Amnon asked the wrong person for counsel. Would you want to be your son's, your daughter's best counselor? Tell the Lord, Father, let me be the best counselor for my children. Let me be the best counselor for my children. Let me be able to talk openly about all things. When they are of age, help me to talk about the changes in the body. God, when they are young, help me to guide them to choose friends. Jonadab was not a worthy friend. Would you pray, God, let my children have worthy friends. Lord, remove wicked company from my children. Father, let my children be a good friend as well. 
help me give strong biblical counsel to my children there was an incestual desire in amnon would you pray god let my children not walk as the gentiles walk in the futility of their minds ephesians 4 in the futility of their minds go ahead and pray god no fornication in my household no drugs in my household no tobacco no alcohol no idolatry no perversions in the name of jesus when my children go to university keep them pure help them to hold themselves pure let their understanding not be darkened let their understanding not be darkened father remove sibling rivalry from my home let there be love between my children let there be love between husband and wife let me model love to my children in jesus name we pray lord as we have received grace today as we have ordered our household in your ways today lord may we learn from you all the more to be effective influencers of christ in jesus name amen, amen. briefly uh, we would look at christian godly parenting uh, before we talk about uh, christian parenting i would like to bring the focus of on to the perspective of parenting uh, back home in our place uh, there is a community of traders from the north and northwestern parts of india now those children if you see uh, at a very early age they would be about their father's business the mindset of the children is attuned to the father's business at all times even if they go to school the first per, uh, the the prerogative that they have is after i finish school i should be taking over the business of the father now jesus at the age of 12 he said i am about my father's business so children have a natural tendency to observe their parents their lifestyle their passions and when they catch on to that passion nothing gets their resolve out of it Jesus in said in Matthew 19:14 let the little children come to me do not stop them and he goes on to say of such kind such nature such character such individuality is the kingdom of heaven so when Jesus used a child as a reference to to enter to the kingdom of heaven it also implies that they themselves have a natural tendency towards the kingdom of heaven and therefore it's our role and our responsibility to channelize this natural affinity 
through our lives first such that it keeps on pointing to the savior and finally matures into a relationship to him much like that father who brings the son into the family business in genesis 18:19 the lord says about abraham that he has chosen him for a reason namely that he will carefully instruct his children and his household to keep themselves strong in relationship to me and to walk in my ways by doing that which is right in the, in the world and by showing mercy and justice to all others let's pray let's ask god lord that my relationship will mature my relationship will mature and i will carefully instruct my children in the name of jesus lord that our my relationship lord that it shall mature into a into a relationship that brings my child into your kingdom in jesus name keep themselves strong oh god keep themselves that they shall sustain themselves in a strong relationship with you keep them oh god bring my children oh god bring my children i take grace oh god i take grace to instruct my children i take grace to instruct my children in your ways ask god for grace ask god for grace to instruct your children carefully instructing them in jesus name we pray god looks for a consecrated parent to bring forth a consecrated generation now the little foxes that a believer faces in consecration is indulgence abraham was known as a man set apart but if you see lot lot took a stance for indulgence in genesis 13 lot saw the well watered jordan valley In Genesis 14:12 he and his goods were a direct target for the enemy. In Genesis 19:1 he was an ineffective influencer though he sat at the city gates. Even Noah's indulgence caused a curse to be passed down to the generations. We see that in Genesis 9:20 to 25. We see indulgences being passed down from generation to generation in many areas in the Bible. In 1 Kings 15:3 Abijam walked in all the sins of his father. In 1 Kings 22:52 Ahaziah did evil in the sight of the Lord and walked in way of his father and in the way of his mother. In 2 Kings 15:9 Zechariah did evil in the sight of the Lord as his fathers had done had done. What are the indulgences brethren that you and I are passing down to our children? Let's ask the Lord to search our hearts and reveal it unto us. A good place to start would be to to think what am i doing if i have 10 minutes of free time is my mind stayed on the lord ask the lord to cleanse our hearts psalm 39 said 8 says deliver me from all my transgressions do not make me the reproach of the foolish would you pray brethren would you pray would you pray that we would not become weak witnesses we would not become a reproach to the foolish Lord that you would deliver me wherever i have sinned wherever i have transgressed lord let me not be a weak witness pray pray for your brother on the right 
on your left pray for that person whom the spirit is reminding you of i shall not let you down oh god i shall not let you down in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray second corinthians 10:5 says casting down arguments and every high thing that exalts itself against the knowledge of god bringing every thought into captivity to the obedience of christ pray that we bring each and every thought to the captivity of christ Lord that I shall not have any vain thought every vagrant thought that I have in my mind Lord I bring it to your captivity Lord that it shall not be passed down it shall not be passed down to generations below me Lord I bring them to your knowledge I bring them to your lordship in the name of Jesus In Jesus name we pray Psalm 57:7 says my heart is steadfast oh god my heart is steadfast i will sing and give praise i appreciate god for a steadfast heart now that he's cleansed you lord that my heart is now steadfast my heart is fixed on your focuses oh god my heart is directed towards your purposes oh god therefore i shall praise you i shall praise you and it shall be an influence unto my children my children shall learn from me of a steadfast heart In Jesus name we pray. Ephesians 5:15-16 says, See then that you walk circumspectly, not as fools but as wise, redeeming the time because the days are evil. Tell the Lord that my days shall count. My days shall count for my generation. When they look for me I shall be available. Pray for a guarded walk in wisdom. to make a purpose out of every time that's available lord that when my children look for me i shall be available i shall be there to give them the right wisdom lord my walks would be guarded i shall not be wasting my time anywhere but lord that my time my time would be would be available for my children for their purposes for bringing them up in godliness in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray Another little fox that we find against consecration is indifference. Eli was indifferent to the waywardness of his sons. Twice he was warned by the Lord, yet he did not act upon the warning of the Lord concerning his sons. We see that in 1 Samuel 3:13. In contrast, Job was sensitive to the actions of his sons. We see that as we heard earlier in Job 1:5. pray for discernment wisdom and understanding to recognize where our children need correction proverbs 28:2 says when a land transgresses it has many rulers but when the ruler is a man of discernment understanding and knowledge its stability will long continue brethren cry out for wisdom cry out for discernment proverbs 2 says if you cry out for discernment lord that you would give me discernment to judge my household to 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 recognize where my children need correction lord that you would grant me discernment grant my pastors discernment grant my elders discernment grant my leaders discernment grant my brethren discernment to find out 
to find out and to correct him tell the lord my house shall be stable lord my house shall be stable because you are faithful to give me wisdom my house shall be established because you are faithful to give me wisdom in jesus name stand in the gap for our children psalm 125:3 says for the scepter of wickedness shall not rest on the land allotted to the righteous lest the righteous reach out their hands to iniquity disallow any form of wickedness to rest upon our children lord we deny we deny any any form of wickedness it shall not rest upon it shall not rest upon my children it is disallowed we banish it in the name of jesus they shall not stretch their hands towards evil in the name of jesus thank you master because you are you have done it and you are faithful to do it in jesus name we pray another thing that stands against consecration is biased action or inaction when amnon sinned against tamar in second samuel 13 that we read david did not punish him though it says david was angry in second samuel 32 we read that amnon was his first born when favoritism is shown towards a specific child it not only weakens the parent to correct him or her but it also hurts the other children who are not so favored let us pray brethren proverbs 11:1 says dishonest scales are an abomination to the lord but a just weight is his delight ask the lord for forgiveness wherever we have shown favoritism to our children if we have preferred one child more than the other lord that you would forgive us so master god tell the lord lord i shall delight you i shall delight you henceforth my scales shall be just in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray ask god for wisdom to correct our children with grace and not with anger james 120 says the anger of man does not produce the righteousness of god lord that you would grant us wisdom to correct our children we shall not correct them in anger we shall never correct them in anger your your love which is not easily angered shall be reflected in us in jesus name lord that we would correct them in in the right way o master god not in emotional ways o master god in jesus name in jesus name we pray a consecrated parent looks unto god for guidance in bringing up the child according to god's purposes each child has a unique purpose in god's sight in luke 116 zechariah was revealed the unique purpose of john the baptist luke 116 says and he will turn many of the children of israel to the lord their god in matthew 121 joseph was revealed the purpose of our lord jesus and she will bring forth a son and you shall call his name jesus for he will save his people from their sins in judges 13:5 the purpose of samson was revealed to manoah's wife the child shall be a nazarite from god to god from the womb and he shall begin to deliver israel from the hand of the philistines god reveals these purposes to his children at different points of time even to hagar the purpose of ishmael was revealed genesis 1:18 says for i will make him a great nation 
Our prayer would be as Manoah prayed. Teach us what we shall do for the child who will be born. And Manoah said, now when your words come true, what is to be the child's manner of life and what is his vision? Pray that God would reveal his purposes for our children even on a day-to-day basis. Lord, that you would reveal the purposes for our children. Your great plan for our children. Lord, with their gifts, with their talents, whatever that they have, their unique personalities, Lord, their friends that they have. Lord, your purposes for our children to influence them. Lord, that you would reveal them on a day-to-day basis in Jesus' name. Ask God for grace to nurture them in the manner that they should be. The wisdom to nurture them. The wisdom to tend to each of their talents. Lord, that we will not be blind. We will not be blind concerning gifts that our children have. But Lord, that we would nurture them. We would nurture them such that they glorify you. In Jesus' name, we pray. A consecrated parent nurtures a love and reverence for God through the word. It then overflows to the children. Deuteronomy 6.5 says, You shall love the Lord your God with all your heart, with all your soul, and with all your strength. And therefore, Deuteronomy 6.6 will work in our lives, which says, These words which I command you today shall be in your heart. And now that it stays in our heart, and as we meditate on them, we will impress it on our children in everyday affairs of our lives, which is what Deuteronomy 6-7 says. You shall teach them diligently to your children, and shall talk of them when you sit in your house, when you walk by the way, when you lie down, and you and rise up. Now, how can, we, how can we teach our children unless we nurture a love for the Word? Unless, unless we are learners, how, shall, how can we teach someone? And unless we have a desire, how can we learn? Let's pray. Ask God. Ask God that He would give us a genuine desire for the Word. Psalm 119.25 says, My soul clings to the dust. Revive me according to your Word. Pray that the Word would revive our souls. Remove any form of lukewarmness in us. Lord, that you would revive my soul. Lord, wherever my soul has been called to your word, Lord, remove it. Let your word revive my soul in the name of Jesus. Psalm verse 26 from Psalm 119 says, I have declared my ways and you answered me. Teach me your statutes. Tell the Lord, Lord, I am a ready learner today to be taught by you. Let your statutes, may I learn from them, O God. And verse 27 says, Make me understand the way of your precepts so shall I meditate on your wonderful works. Tell the Lord, as I understand your precepts, as I observe your wonderful works, so shall it be passed on to my children. Lord, it shall, it shall, it shall go on to my children. Thank you, Father. Lord, cause me to understand your scripture. Cause me to have a deep love for your scripture. And Lord, let me impress it upon my children. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' name we pray. A consecrated parent, therefore, influences the child to be consecrated. Hannah resolved in 1 Samuel 1.28 that as long as he lives, he is granted to the Lord. The result was, Samuel grew and the Lord was with him and let none of his words fail 
and he, and all Israel from Dan even to Beersheba knew that Samuel was confirmed as a prophet to the Lord. Timothy was a result of a consecrated generation. Acts 16 verse 1 and 2 describes Timothy as a well spoken of by by the brethren. A son of a certain Jewish woman who believed. 2 Timothy 3:15 says that that from childhood you have known the holy scriptures. 2 Timothy 1:5 talks about the genuineness of faith found in his grandmother Lois and in his mother Eunice and that was found in him too. Let us pray. Let us pray that genuine faith will arise in us and that our faith will mature and pass on to the children. Where are areas that we don't trust God that we don't believe God can do it in our children? A good prayer to pray would be from Mark 9:24. That that the the father of the demon possessed child prayed, "Lord, I believe but help my unbelief." Where are those areas that you are you are you are doubting committed to god god help me pray that god would raise our children as children zealous for his honor pray that phinehasus would rise in our midst lord that my children would rise up would rise up as phinehasus in our midst lord when when there is an incest around Lord my children shall stand up my children shall stand up zealous with your zeal in the name of Jesus in Jesus name we pray a consecrated parent a consecrated child brings forth a consecrated home when joshua said in joshua 24:15 as for me and my house we will serve the lord it was not a resolve that joshua took at that point of time it was a result of his walk with the lord he was saying it was like he was telling if if we read through the whole chapter it was like he was telling the the israelites listen this is what we were and this is who god is and this is how he has redeemed us and brought us to the place he promised therefore i don't know if you would appreciate appreciate him as much but me i would continue serving this lord along with my family all the days of my life in acts 21:9 we read of the daughters of philip virgins which did prophesy a testimony of a household of a man who was available for the lord he was serving tables in acts 6 verse 5 he started a revival meeting in samaria acts 8:5 to 8 in the middle of that revival meeting he went out to the desert to minister to one man the ethiopian eunuch acts 8:26 to 38 and he was supernaturally transported to azotus let's pray let's pray for a genuine resolve to be available for the lord to serve him in any capacity lord that you would give me that resolve to serve you no matter where i am no matter in what capacity lord that i shall be found serving you the testimony of my life at the end of my days shall be that as for me and my household i shall serve the lord ask him to preserve and nurture it if he has already given you that desire that it shall not be, be removed from us nothing shall take away this desire from us pray that we would be sensitive to his call to move from jerusalem to samaria to the desert as philip did 
pray brethren pray when he asks you to move are you reasoning it out with him lord that i would be i would be ready for your call pray that our testimony of our life would be an effective service unto the lord that when we go yonder we shall be welcomed as well done good and faithful servant grant my pastors this testimony o god grant my leaders this testimony o god grant my brethren grant my brethren this testimony that when we go yonder we shall be called well done good and faithful servant that my children shall be called the same way in the name of jesus we pray pray that our service would impact our children and that our children would be gifted psalm 127:4 says like the hands like the arrows in the hand of a warrior so are the children of one's youth remember a warrior is not a civilian he is involved in the war pray that we would be involved pray that we would be involved in service and our children would be gifted as the daughters of philip were lord that my children you would give them gifts worthy of service to you in the name of jesus thank you mighty god in jesus name we pray tell the lord from psalm 127:5 happy is the man who has his quiver full of them they shall not be ashamed but shall speak to the enemies in the gate tell the lord i am blessed my quiver shall be full of gifted children i will not be humiliated my children shall stand with me at the gates against the enemies lord that when you call god i shall stand with my children with my children we shall stand speaking against the enemies in the name of jesus no vain accusation shall be found against me or my children in the name of jesus in jesus name we pray father we thank you for your word we thank you for consecrating us lord as we stand as a consecrated consecrated parents as we stand as consecrated children as we stand as consecrated households lord you who are the same yesterday today and forevermore lord you said to joshua consecrate yourselves for you would do great things in our midst lord do great things in our midst proverbs 11:18 says that he who sows righteousness will have a sure reward lord you have sown righteousness in us lord we shall continue to sow that unto our children and we shall have a great reward in jesus name in jesus name we have prayed praise the lord good morning church um can I have your seat for a moment please just to rest your legs but uh as brother sidil said it's a time of prayer and we shall pray we shall pray we shall pray praise the lord turn to your neighbor and also tell him are you praying pray for my own children hallelujah Uh, I know that we have Bible scholars here, and I, just to quickly, uh, I'm sure if I ask you how many brothers Abraham has, and uh, most of us will say we know he has two brothers, Nahor and Haran, and uh, one of them died. Haran died, 
before his time. And that happened to be the father of Lot, who happened to be the one that went along with Abraham and had problems along the way. So why not Nahor? Why did, why did God not call Nahor? Why did he call Abraham? Have you ever thought about it? Why was it Abraham? Why not Nahor? After all, the Lord in the Bible also blessed the younger ones. He blessed Joseph in, in lieu of the older ones. So why Abraham? And there's a part of it that has been partially answered, but I would like to reiterate it. My brother did some justice to it. Uh, brother Rajesh did some justice to it. But it's in Genesis 18:19, And I would like to read it. For I have known him in order that he may command his children and his household after him that they keep the way of the Lord to do righteousness and justice that the Lord may bring to Abraham what he has spoken to him to do. God is looking for a man to bless, to bless a generation. That was the difference between Abraham and Nahor. The Lord knew that Abraham was going to pass his instructions to the next generation. Hello? And that's the same thing with us. Our blessings is also tied to what God is expecting us to do with the next generation. What are we doing with our own children? Are we teaching them? Or are we allowing them to go? Are you cutting down your generational blessings? We're here today not because of our prayers, but because some people have been praying for us. Believe it or not, people have been praying for us. And the prayer that you say today will matter in the next generation. Praise the Lord. That's why it's very important for us to pray, for us not to sleep. You're securing the generation of the future ones. Abraham lived an ethical life. That was after in Genesis 17:1, in which the Lord said, Walk before me and be holy. Anywhere Abraham went, he raised an altar. Now that's what everybody was looking at Abraham. His children grew up to see him doing that. His wife called him Lord because he was living by example. Now that's not to say that Abraham was perfect. That's what some of the bad attributes. Abraham could lie. Isaac lied. Jacob lied. So you can see the consequences of your actions in the next generation. And the things in that verse will say his command that he will command that is to instruct, to direct after him. That's after Abraham. He was upright. He had a standard. He had a standard that he could live and could say, Yes, follow my example. And not in his own example, but in the way of the Lord. In the way of the Lord. That's what Abraham was doing. But the worst part of that verse to me was the beginning part. You know? And I'll read it again. For I have known him. I have known him. The Lord vouched for Abraham. He gave approval to Abraham. I know him. I know him. I know him. He had a relationship. Another person that I happened to was Job in the Bible also. He says, I know Job. How close is our walk with God that will be able to teach our children? We're going to be praying about spiritual growth and the word of God at home. So you rise up with me and the first prayer point we're going to start praying about 
I know I've given you just a few minutes, uh, but as you say, we're going to pray, so we have to pray. Praise the Lord. Pray that I might be true to God and to have a good relationship with God. If you have a good relationship with God, your children will see it. You don't have to say much. You know, that's the fair place. Say, Father, let me have a good relationship with you, an intimate relationship that I may know you. That I may know you. I may know you not on the surface, but in the matters of the word. You know, there's no way you can teach someone what you do not know. You know, if you do not know the word, there's no way your children will not know the word. If you don't walk after the, word, the, the, the Lord, they will see it and they'll walk away. So in this case, you need to pray for your own self as a father. Pray him that you have a relationship with him, a daily intimate relationship with him. That you can say, I've walked with him. I'm walking with the Lord. That is the prayer for you today. That I'll be able to walk with him. I'll be able to listen and hear about my family. About my children. About the future. About their destinies. That will have a closer walk with my Lord. That will have a closer walk with my Lord. It's not how, how well you try. But it's your prayer. It's the Lord that gives us grace. It gives us the grace for this journey. You know, you can say yes, you're in every ministry. But you have so many things within the church. But how is your own walk with God? How is your own walk with God? I will walk after your precepts, Father Lord. I will not walk in my own wisdom. I will not walk in my own might. I will walk after you, Father Lord. That you will be able to follow him. Whatever he tells you, you will go. Whatever he tells you to do, that you have that kind of relationship. Enoch walked with God and was no more. That is the relationship I'm asking of. That you will be able to walk closely with him. And if the Lord decides to, you will be no more. He can take you. He can do it today. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Another point also is the wisdom. I think brothers... But just also mentioned it, and uh, Brother Sudir also mentioned it. We have different children, and we have different ways of discussing with them. There are different points that we need to share different things with them. And as we go in life, there are some important points, turning points in a child's life that we should be able to observe. At those particular points, sometimes we might be too busy to answer them or to instruct them. But it's called a Kairos moment. It's a moment that is very, very particular. It's a particular opening that God has given for our children. It's an opening that God has given for our children. So that's very important that the Lord will give us wisdom. Give us wisdom to instruct our child. Child A might not be the same as child B. And likewise, vice versa. But the Lord will give you understanding. The Lord will give you wisdom to bring you up the way that you ought to. Just pray for the Lord for that wisdom. For that wisdom. We cannot do it in our own might. The Lord asks us to ask for wisdom. He will give us. He will give us wisdom how to bring up these children. We are only guardians. We are only guardians for these children. The Lord has entrusted them in our care for so that we can bring them up in the way of the Lord. We dedicate our children once they are born and that's what we have promised to do. But we cannot do it in our own strength. We cannot do it in our own strength. You pray for that wisdom to be able to bring them up in the right way. That you will have the right words in the right season. That you will not miss the opportunity. 
the window that God has opened to minister into their lives, to speak the truth to their lives, you will not miss that opportunity. The opportunity might just come but once. And believe me, if you miss that opportunity, someone might take that opportunity. Someone might take that opportunity in their schools, in the society, or wherever it is, that you will not be too busy to instruct our children. Life brings so many things on to us that we sometimes we consider too busy. That will not be too busy for our children. That will not be too busy for our children. In Jesus' name we pray. Let's also pray that we will live an exemplary life. We will live an exemplary life. That I will live a holy life. That I will live a holy life before my children. You know, they watch everything we do. Everything we say. The way we walk. The way we dress. The way we talk. That we will live a holy life before them. I just gave you an example of some of the negative things about Abraham that followed from one generation to the other. Let's pray for the good things that we'll be able to live an exemplary life. Father Lord, that I will live example. Father Lord, I will live by example. That I will be an example unto my children, Father Lord. That I will cause them not to trip, Father Lord. I will cause them to obey your word, Father Lord. That they will see me in you, Father Lord, the virtues, Father Lord. That I'll be more Christ-like. Every day I'll be more Christ-like, Father Lord. That they'll be able to see that reflection and they'll be able to follow what I'm saying, Father Lord. The way Abraham instructed his household, Lord, after you, Father Lord. That I'll be able to, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. Another thing also is, I know we, t- we spoke so much about Eli. And what was Eli's fault? Eli warned his children. You know, if you go to part first of First Samuel, Eli warned his children. But if you go to First Samuel three thirty one, they said he did not restrain them. He did not rebuke them. Rebuke, restrain are stronger than warning. We're living in a modern society, modern day now. We'll just talk to them softly. The Lord sometimes needs us to be very, very hard, hard love, hard love, and that's where Eli felt aside. Because he did not restrain them. He did not rebuke them. Rebuke means in public, it can mean something harder. Now we have to take that initiative. You know, we have to take that grace. No matter what pain it takes, you know, if you're disciplining a child, it pains you, but it needs to be done. It needs to be done. That's part of the teaching that we have. So just pray that the Lord give you grace. You know, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace, the grace to train up your child the right way. It's a special grace. It's a special grace. Mothers in the house, you know what I'm talking about. If you're a mother, you know what I'm talking about, especially. You know, hard love is not easy. But we need, we need to be firm. We need to be firm. And it needs the grace. It needs the grace. It needs the grace. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Another thing also is, you can teach them the way Eli did. He warned them, but they did not listen. A teachable spirit. A teachable spirit. We need to have a teachable spirit. Husbands need to have a teachable spirit. Wives need to have a teachable spirit. And our children need to have a teachable spirit. You know, is a teachable spirit you will see some children that will refuse, they have laid in their hearts, they have refused to listen to whatever you have done. You will pray all night. You know, but there's one spirit inside them that does not allow you to teach them. 
But yet you have some children, even before you even teach them, you find out that their spirit has already taken control and they are made, made, the right, made amends, they are made the right way. So let's pray that our children will have a teachable spirit. It's very important for you to pray this one, that your children will be open to be taught. They will be open to be taught. They will, be open, they will not harden their hearts for whatever reason that they will have, that they want to harden their hearts, that they will not harden their hearts. They will be open to correction. They will be open to correction. Eli's children were not open to correction and that's why they ended their lineage. That's why they died a sorrowful death. Because they were not open to be corrected. The father warned them, but they were not open to it. Let's pray by my child. My child will be open to correction. You can call your child by name, but he will be open to correction. That my son, Father Lord, will be open to correction. My household will be open to correction, Father Lord. Correction from you, correction from those you have put in authority, Father Lord. That when they go out, Father Lord, they will be open to correction, Father Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are praying. Joel 2.28, very popular. And it shall come to pass. Afterward, that I will pour my spirit on all flesh. Your sons and daughters shall prophesy. Your old men shall dream dreams. And your young men shall see visions. The Lord said, pour. He didn't say, I'm going to drop. You know, he's talking about abundant pouring. You know, and he said on all, there was no discrimination. Gentile, Jew, sons and daughters, female, male. You know, he's going to pour his spirit on them. Now, people will tell you that that has been fulfilled in the New Testament in Acts. That when the Holy Spirit came down, that was the fulfillment of that passage. But I say, yes, that's partially the fulfillment. But it's continuous. It's continuous. You know, when the post-Pentecostal era, so the same feeling that was filled on Pentecost Day, our children can have that feeling. Now, it does not matter how young they are. That's very, very important. Sometimes we feel that until when they're, they're adults or they're, they're big teenagers, that's when they'll be able to be filled. But from an early age, from an early age, I'll give you a story. I'll just give you a story. My son was two years old. He was attending school. And when he was attending school, we say, praise the Lord, hallelujah. And he went to school that day. And... Uh, you know, they were just learning to speak. And he was busy saying, praise the Lord, hallelujah. By the end of the day, 30 children in that class were doing praise the Lord, hallelujah. You know what I'm saying? And you would understand that parents that did not know what praise the Lord came, they were hearing their children saying praise the Lord at home. They had to come back and ask, what is praise the Lord? And they were asking my wife, what does hallelujah mean? And my wife was ministering unto them. That was a two-year-old. That was a two-year-old. He has gone to another house. He has given food. He said, no, I'm not going to eat this thing until we all pray. They're unbelievers, but they had to pray with him. In his own few words. So they're not too young. They're not too young. They're not too young. They're not too young. And that's why we need a fresh pouring of our spirit on our, on our own children. Change is going to come. Revival is going to come, but it's not for me. It's from the youth. It's from the youth. Anything that has changed in this world, whether you call it Arab Spring or whatever it is, is from our own children. 
Barack Obama was, was, was made president not because of anything, not because he was a black man, but it was because of the youth that made that change. So I want us to lift up our children that the Lord will put a fresh anointing, a fresh spirit onto them. Lift up your own children that this promise shall manifest in their own lives. It shall manifest in my son's life. It shall manifest in your own child's life. You know, pray for your own child that the Lord will give them. The Lord will give them a fresh anointing. He will pour out His Spirit without measure. Without measure on them. You call out your child's children's name one by one. That you want an outpouring of the Spirit on that child's life. Whatever it is, Lord, that the Lord will give them that, that outpouring. The Lord will give them a vision. A vision. The Lord said He promised that they are going to have visions. That they will have visions. Pray for them that they will have visions. They will have visions. They will have visions. At a young age, they will be dreaming. They will be dreaming things. They will be prophesying. They will be saying things. Pray into the lives of your children. Wherever they are, they might not be here. They might be far away. But the Lord can speak to them. The Lord can speak to them over there. In Jesus' name we are praying. There's a special group. You know, there's a special group in this church. That has been laid on me to pray for them. I know it's still here, but it's still here. NG4C. Do we have any representative members that are here? People within that group, the youth group. Just come quickly. Come quickly to the front. Just come quickly. If you belong to that group, come to the front. Please. And I want the church to pray for them. You know, Samuel gave a wonderful testimony. You have done your own bit, you know, man. And by the time you go there, there's going to be a ministry for you. There will be a ministry for you. This is our own future in the church. I know a lot of them are not, they are not here, but we're going to pray for them. In First Peter 2, 2, 9, you know, it says, These people are a chosen generation, a royal priesthood. This is our youth. This is our strength, you know. So let's pray for the outpouring of God's Spirit on these ones. Wherever you are, I want you to pray out of your own heart. There is no way we will progress if the Lord does not bless these ones. Let's ask that the Lord will pour His Spirit on them. The Lord will give them all that is necessary for them to reach their destiny. No, the Lord has a destiny for each one of them. And we can see manifesting that nothing will cut their destiny short as they go out. They might be in school, but they will be a light. They will be a salt of this world. They will be a salt of this nation. They will be the chosen generation, the royal priesthood that the Lord has taught them to be. That no matter what amount of peer pressure, worldly prayer pressure, they will not succumb to it. They will live holy lives. They will live righteous lives. That they will be blessed beyond their parents. They will be blessed beyond their parents. There will be a joy to this generation. That wherever they go, wherever they go, they will have favor. They will be blessed. They will be blessed. They will be blessed. And they're going out, they'll be blessed. They're coming in, they'll be blessed. Pray for your own children. They might not be here, but use them as a source of contact to those children that are not here. That are not here. That the blessings that come, that the blessings that come will be in youth, that will be, shall be their own case. That the manifestation of Joel, Joel 2.28, that are pouring on the Holy Spirit, shall manifest in their own lives. In no distant time we shall see the effects. We shall see the manifestation.
pray for them that they will have visions. They will prophesy. They will prophesy in this land. Wherever they find themselves, they will prophesy. They will prophesy. They will prophesy. In Jesus' mighty name we are praying. Please, you may have your seat, please. Thank you. Thank you. In John 21, 15, I don't think I have much time for this. <coughs> but that was something that God asked us to do. God asked Peter. <coughs> he said, do you love me? And what did he said? He said, feed my lambs. And after that, he also asked him, do you, second time, do you love me? Then he said, tend to my sheep. Then he asked him the third time. And he said what? Feed my sheep. So notice it. Lamb, sheep, sheep. Okay? And then notice it. Feed, tend, and feed. He started with lamb. Children. 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 He has a disciple. Children who are hungry. Feed, feed them. Then he's asked of sheep. And he said, tend to them. Watch over them. And the last one was what? Feed my sheep. Those were the things he did. He said about that. And now what we're talking about is not only our own household. How many people have we discipled? How many people have we mentored? New Christians. New, uh, new converts. In our own home. That was the instruction by God. He mentioned it to Peter. But that is speaking to each one of us. He's asking us to feed our, his lambs to tend his sheep, to feed them. Now that's a very important one. And I want you to as we're praying this one, we'll just reflect it. The Lord will give me the grace to obey. To be able to feed this lamb. To be able to feed this sheep. Just ask that the grace to obey. To obey that commandment. If you obey that commandment, you are achieving a lot with your own. Lord, give me the grace, Father. Give me the grace, Father Lord, to feed your sheep, Father Lord. Lord, to feed your sheep, to feed your lamb, to tend your flock, Father Lord, to be the good shepherd that you have ordained me to be, Father Lord. I know you bring people across to me, people within my own home, my extended family, in the church, wherever it is, that I'll be a very good mentor. I'll be able to watch them. I'll be able to direct them. I'll be able to regulate and lead and manage them the right way. I might be an older woman, I might be an older woman, but I'll be able to teach the younger one. I might be an older man, but I'll be able to teach the next generation. The, the Bible says that in, in Proverbs 22, 6, train up a child in the way he should go, and when he's old, he will not depart from it. He will not depart from it. He will not depart from it. That's the sum of it all. Train up in the way a child the way he should go, and he will not depart from it. He might fall along the way. He might triple. He might trip. But he will not depart of it. He will remember. The prodigal son, the prodigal son fell out. But he remembered his father. He remembered the teaching of his father. Let's pray that the Lord will help us to train our children appropriately. In Jesus name we have prayed. Father Lord, we cannot do it in our strength. We cannot do it in our strength, Father. We cannot do it in our strength, Father Lord. Lord, we pray for wisdom to train our children, Father Lord. 
We pray for the grace to obey, Father Lord. Lord, help us to live exemplary lives, Father Lord. Father Lord, we pray for each of our children here. They shall be extraordinary, Father Lord. Your spirit shall rest upon them anew, Father Lord. They shall be filled with your spirit, Father Lord. They shall see visions, Father Lord. Lord, they will be greater than us, the parents, Father Lord. Thank you, Father Lord, because you have done it. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. Amen. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Have you been blessed already? Let's be on our feet as we appreciate God for what He's doing already. If you are sitting down, stand up. We will soon be going home, so stand up. Amen? (laughs) Hallelujah. Stand up and give God thanks for what He's doing in your family. For how He's reaching out to us in a new way this morning. Give Him thanks and praise. Bless His name, bless His name, bless His name. The Lord in the midst of His people is mighty this morning. Thank you, Father. Blessed be your name. In Jesus' mighty name. I want us to pray one prayer. Lord, I decree this morning, my children shall not be rebellious. <laughs> my children shall not be rebellious against your word, against your counsel, against your life. Is somebody praying that prayer? My children shall not be rebellious. They 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 shall not be rebellious. My children shall not be rebellious. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name we have prayed. In the name of Jesus. Now when I was going to get married, I learned that Next to my salvation, my family is the next target of the enemy. Amen? My marriage, by extension, my family, my children, my everything that would be formed because I was going to get married. I learned it very early. Amen? So when all manner of things began to happen, I wasn't surprised because I knew from the beginning. Amen? Now look at it. God put Adam and Eve together and the devil went there to go and scatter it. Amen? Praise the Lord. So the time to pray for our family is as serious as praying for salvation. It is as... That's why I like that scripture that Brother Sudi read from Hebrews chapter 11 verse 7. He prepared the ark to the saving salvation of his family. It's as serious as that. Praise the Lord. So it's not a time to sit down and be sleeping. He said, let's pray. He said, sleeping. Praise God. Because next to our salvation, that's our family that we are so proud of. So you begin to see your children rebellious. I said, what's happening? What's happening? Is the enemy at work? Praise God. So we are going to pray. Tell your neighbor, we are still praying. We are still praying. In the name of Jesus. Now, I saw something here. Malachi chapter 2 verse 7. For the priest's lips should keep knowledge. And they should seek the law at his mouth. For he is the messenger of the Lord of hosts. 
now we understand from Revelation that we are kings and priests. And we are to reign on the earth. So our children should seek knowledge from our mouths. And the law, Daddy, what must I do now? What is the scripture saying now? But the daddy that doesn't know scripture, there is trouble already. Amen? Praise the Lord. So how are you going to command the house when you don't know what the word of the Lord is saying? How are you going to command these children? You see, we talk about instruction, we talk about so many things, but we are forgetting that there is responsibility at the foundation of it. <laughs> Amen? And true responsibility in this kingdom is a function of the Holy Ghost. Until you are empowered, you cannot fulfill spiritual things in the energy of the flesh. That's why you are rising and falling. Amen? So we want to pray this morning. <laughs> Holy Spirit, <laughs> this is my family. This my family must not go down. Come afresh upon me, fresh empowerment to do what I need to do. As the man, as the woman, as the father, as the son, as the whoever it is that you are. Holy Spirit, empower me to do what I need to do. What I must do to make a success of my home. To make a success of my home. Holy Spirit, empower me with whatever I must do to make a success of my home. To make a success of my family. Are you praying? Are you praying? Is somebody praying there? Receive divine empowerment. Receive divine empowerment. Receive divine empowerment. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Now hear this. True wisdom is an house built. And by understanding, it is established. Now we have heard so much about that this morning. And by knowledge shall the chambers be filled with all precious and pleasant riches. With all the things you want to see is drawing from wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. Praise the Lord. Now here we see Jesus in prophecy. Isaiah chapter 11 verse 1 to 3. And it shall come upon the rod of uh, uh, the son of Jesse. Here it says, I read it. And there shall come forth a rod out of the stem of Jesse, and a branch shall grow out of his rod, of his roots. And the spirit of the Lord shall rest upon him. The spirit of wisdom, the spirit of understanding, the spirit of counsel, the spirit of might, the spirit of knowledge, the spirit of the fear of the Lord. That shall make him of quick understanding in the fear of the Lord. And he shall not judge after the sight of the eyes. It is all spiritual. There is nothing physical about all these things we are doing. Praise the Lord. Everything is spiritual and we must give it that sense of spirituality. Spirit of wisdom. Spirit of knowledge. Spirit of the fear of the Lord. Somebody is rising and falling, struggling with sin. It's, it's, it's because the spirit of the fear of the Lord is not there. It's not there. That's why you are rising and falling. Praise the Lord. Now, to rule effectively your house, to give command, 
as we have been told, you need spiritual order of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding which is in the hands of the Holy Ghost. Praise the Lord. Which is in the hand of the Holy Ghost. So we are going to pray. Holy Spirit, <laughs> fire me up and fire in me the spirit of wisdom, knowledge, and understanding to rule my home well. Are you praying now? Especially for those of us that are fathers, we need that spiritual order of wisdom. We need it. We need it. We need it. We need it. Holy Spirit, and fire me up. And fire me up. And fire me up with the spiritual order of wisdom, understanding, and knowledge in the name of Jesus to rule well my house, to rule well my children, to command them well in the way of the Lord. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. In the name of Jesus. First Timothy chapter 3, verse 1. Look at that. This is a true saying. If a man desire the office of a father. <laughs> Praise the Lord. Now, people read the office of a bishop and think that it is one man with cape, you know, the Pope. Amen. And says, it's only for them. It's not true. It's also for you if you are married. Because you are the bishop in your house. Praise the Lord. So when you are reading the Bible, you read with your mind. Don't suspend your brain when you are reading the Bible. So you say, oh, it's bishop. This one is not for me. It's bishop. <laughs> is this one is for bishop. Or is this one? Oh, this one is for pastor. It's not true. It's for you. Praise the Lord. Now you see, look at what he said there. Look at what he said. If you desire to be married, because that's when you qualify to be a father, and a bishop is a father. Are you with me now? Are you getting this? He desired a good work. Whoso findeth a wife, findeth a good thing. And every responsibility that goes with the finding. <laughs> Praise God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Now, one that ruleth well his own house. Verse 4. Having his children in subjection with all gravity. Now, look at, the, look at the reason why all those children are in subjection. For if a man know not, <laughs> it is because knowledge is crashing. That's why homes are in disarray. Spiritual knowledge, understanding, discernment is spiritual. It's because it is failing. That's why homes are in trouble. Praise the Lord. He knows not how. He knows not how. For if a man know not how to rule his house, how shall he take care of the church of God? Not a novice. The problem is because wisdom is short. Ecclesiastes 10.15 The labor of the foolish wearieth his whole family because he knows not how to go to the city. He knows not how. Praise the Lord. I want us to pray this prayer. Very short. Spirit of a sound mind. Sound mind. 2 Timothy 1, 7. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power, of love, and of a sound mind. That's what we need to be praying. Lord, let the spirit of a sound mind to rule my family well. 
Let it come alive in me. My life, my mind, my mind, my mind, come alive. My mind, my heart, my life and destiny. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive. Come alive this morning. Come alive this morning. Come alive this morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, now you see, the Bible says the knowledge of the Holy is wisdom. But we understand that there is a spirit of holiness and the spirit of the fear of the Lord. Amen? So you are going to be praying, Holy Spirit, empower me to walk in true holiness, which qualifies for the release of wisdom to handle my family. Empower me with the spirit of the fear of the law, which gives to me the wisdom required to handle the issues of my family. Are you praying that prayer? Are you praying that prayer? Holy Spirit, empower me with the spirit of the fear of the Lord, which empowers me, which empowers me, which empowers me with the wisdom required to rule my family where? To rule my home where? To rule my home where? To rule my home where? I am walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord. I am walking in the spirit of the fear of the Lord, which releases sound wisdom to handle every issue of my family in the way of the Lord. 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 In Jesus' mighty name. Now, as parents, we need to be able to pray for our children. We'll take a few uh, minutes. Perhaps we'll, we'll, we'll skip the time for about two or three minutes. But we need to pray. As parents, we need to stand in the gap. Our children are sleeping. We are also sleeping. Ah! Crisis. Praise the Lord. If our children are sleeping in the night, and we are also sleeping in the night, trouble is coming in the morning. Praise the Lord. Are you with me here? And say, it's not pastor anything. It's, not, it's, it's, it's only pastor that do all night, every night. No. I've told you now that you are also a bishop. <laughs> you, are, you are a bishop. So if the bishop is praying the night, you should be praying the night. You capture your night to release your day. Praise the Lord. You capture your night to release your day. Are you with me here? Now, this Job did continually. He didn't stop. We have heard it this morning. So, we need that spiritual stamina to do it continually. Amen? Not the one you do tonight and then the one you are, we are going to beg you in three weeks time to do another one. No. This job did continually. So, continually you need to be praying for these children. Lord, you walk into their room when they are sleeping. Lebro sakate. You, my son, you shall be great. You will serve Jesus. You shall make a mark on the earth. The boy is sleeping. So by the time he wakes up, he's displaying unusual wisdom that his mates cannot understand. Why? You have taken care of it in the night. Hallelujah. Are you ready to pray? Holy Spirit, <laughs> fire up in me divine stamina to pray and stand as an intercessor for my children, for my wife, for my family. I cannot afford to crush it. Holy Spirit, fire up in me. 
Fire up in me. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. So stand in the gap for my spouse, for my children, for all my household. I shall not be responsible. I receive it. Spiritual stamina. Spiritual stamina. To be an intercessor. To be an intercessor. To be an intercessor. To be an intercessor. In the name of Jesus. Pray for leadership. Pray for every member of my household. Pray for the lost. I receive grace. I receive spiritual stamina. This morning. In the name of Jesus. Thank you Father. In Jesus mighty name. In the name of Jesus. Now finally to rule well. You must rule with love. Amen. Now I took time to really understand this thing called love. And I found out that. <laughs> you know the Bible says. That the people God loves. God chasing them. Eh? Praise the Lord. So I went to look for the meaning of chasing. Ah, so he deals with them. Discipline. He disciplines them. That's the meaning. He loves them. But he disciplines them. Praise the Lord. So some discipline is required. And we are showing love. I want it. You won't get it. Why? Because you are not supposed to get it now. And we are not shying away from it. Praise the Lord. And you are married, you have your children, you can have it. But when you are under my roof, you can't have it. <laughs> and I am not careful to tell you because I show you from Scripture. Praise the Lord. Amen? So while we can have those kind of uh, conferences with our children, we still tell them we can have conference. Me and you will talk. But this one, you won't have it. Praise the Lord. You won't have it. Are you with me here? Is somebody blessed? <laughs> Ephesians 6 4. Fathers, provoke not your children to wrath. Colossians 3 21. Fathers, provoke not your children that they be not discouraged. Law suffereth long and is kind. Seeketh not our own, is not provoked. Now look at this. Train the young women. To love their children. Titus 2.4 Now, we can only truly pray, give, suffer long, and all these things that I have read here, when we are truly in love. So love is unconditional. Right? But love is empowered. Amen. God has not given us the spirit of fear, but of power. And love. So there is a spirit of love, and the Holy Spirit is essentially of power. So we are empowered to love unconditionally. We are also empowered to show discipline in love. Are you with me here? So we need to pray for that order of manifestation. Holy Spirit, empower me to love and empower me to discipline when I need to do it. Because it's a show of love. Are you praying there? Are you praying there? Are you praying there? Are you praying there? Empower me, Holy Ghost. Empower me, Holy Ghost. Empower me, Holy Ghost. To so Lord. To so Lord. To so Lord. Thank you, Father. I want to pray for those of us that are not that are not married. 
because it appears we are missing them out. Amen. In, in all these prayers, we are just focusing on fathers who are, have children and all that. But there are people here who are practically also believing God to marry. And there are families that want to have their own children so that these things can also be practiced physically in their homes. Hallelujah. I want us to say a word of prayer in one minute for them. Holy Spirit, <laughs> say to everyone that should be married in this assembly this year, and for everyone believing you for the fruit of the womb, reach out to them too. Reach out to them too. Reach out to them too. Say to them, Lord. Say to them, Lord. Every pregnant woman is delivering safely. In the name of Jesus. Everyone on the line for miracle marriage, they are hitting their spouses before the end of this year. Everyone believing you, O oh God, for miracle babies. Father, they are hitting it before the end of this month. Before the end of this year. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Father. In Jesus' mighty name. Now, before I hand over the mic to the pastor, there is one prayer you need to pray and continually pray for your children. The Bible says in Psalm 112, the seed of the righteous shall be mighty upon the earth. I pray for my children all the time. Great is the peace of your children, but they are taught of the Lord. The seed of the righteous and we have prayed for the spirit of righteousness, which is the spirit of the fear of the Lord. So our children qualify to be great on this earth. Their greatness will draw multitudes to the kingdom. In the name of Jesus. Now by the time uh, Samuel is sharing his testimony in America, and then they are asking, how did that happen? You mean you went there and then they are not permitted to ask you what you don't know yet? And they are still not permitted for your information. And if you are going for your interview, you better say the same thing. In the name of Jesus. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. Holy Spirit. <laughs> My children shall be mighty upon the earth. In the name of Jesus. Are you praying that prayer? Are you praying that prayer? My children shall be mighty upon the earth. The seed of the righteous shall be mighty. The generation of the upright shall be blessed. My children shall be mighty upon the earth. My wife shall be great. My husband is blessed. My home is blessed. My son is blessed. My daughter is blessed. They are super blessed. Mightily blessed. Awesomely blessed. The seed of the righteous shall be great. In the name of Jesus. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. How many of us you are excited about this morning? Praise God. I can assure you that your coming is not in vain. Because when you pray, God does not store your prayer. What does he do with it? He answers them. So I want you to be encouraged because your coming is not in vain tonight. This is what we call Viji. Viji is a place of prayer. How many of you, you slept tonight? You slept or you dozed in the course of the prayer? 
You see? Assuming we preach for like one hour now, I'm very sure a lot of us will have dozed off. So please encourage the others that a place of VG is a place to come and pray. It's unlike when you are in your house, you are trying to pray, you are dozing. But here when you pray, and I can assure you, when you pray with believers, when you pray together, prayer of unity, the answer comes how? Speedily. So please be encouraged to be attending vigil like this, and do it in your own house too, like pastor has said. And as you pray, you shall come to testify in the name of Jesus. Just pray for tomorrow's service. The Lord will move mightily in our midst. As we gather again this morning, as we gather before Him this morning, the hand of the Lord shall be mighty upon us. There shall be testimony as the people of God come this morning that God will meet His people at the point of their needs. In the name of Jesus, let's pray that through this morning's service, there shall be salvation of soul. There shall be healing. The discouraged shall be encouraged. The Lord will empower His people. Let's pray for the servants of God that will be ministered. The Lord will put His word in His mouth. Let's pray for the choir that they will do it by the power of the Ghost. Let's pray for the ushers, the Father school teacher, and everyone that will be ministering shall be done by the power of the Ghost. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. In Jesus' mighty name we are prayed. We're going to pray this prayer. I know we have prayed one way or the other, but probably you don't pray. Paul wrote about Timothy, 2 Timothy 1 5. So when I call to remembrance the unfeigned faith that is in thee, which dwell first in thy grandmother, Lord, and thy mother, Eunice, and I am persuaded that is in thee also. How will you pray? I'm going to say, Lord, none of my generation, till Jesus we come, is permitted to serve the devil. Many of us, we came from idolatry home, but that must stop from me. All my generation, till Jesus we come, they must serve Jesus. None is permitted to serve the devil. I don't care what this world will become tomorrow, whether the world will become what tomorrow, but me and my family, all my generation, till Jesus we come, we serve the Lord all the days of their life. Devil, you have no portion in my home. Devil, you have no portion in my generation. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, we are prayed. I want you to hold someone beside you and we share the surely together. Just a prayer of agreement. Hold someone beside you. And probably someone is saying, oh, they have not mentioned my case tonight. That's what the Holy Spirit is saying. Say, they did not mention my case. I want you to pray for that, your neighbor. Say, Lord, meet my brother and my sister at the point of his need. What is the issue in his life? Jesus, because he said, I have not sent Jacob to seek me in vain. The Lord, your son has come to you. 
Lord, let his service not be in vain. Let his coming not be in vain. Let his prayer not be in vain. Let his deny himself of sleep not be in vain. In the name of Jesus, meet my brother at the point of his needs. Meet my sister at the point of her needs. In the name of Jesus. Thank you, Lord. And let's share this surely together once you go. Surely, goodness and mercy shall follow us all the days of our lives. And we shall dwell in the house of the Lord forever and ever. Amen. Abundance and grace. Abundance and grace. And finally, abundance and grace. Swim in it in the name of Jesus.